coffee culture is brewed for connection. Under the guise of coffee, we've been meeting in cafes for centuries. Today is no different. Coffee Culture, the podcast, explores the meetup. If you are a coffee enthusiast, maybe seeking modern love on a coffee date or want some health hacks, we'll dig into that too. I'm Holly Shannon. Come wrap your hands around a hot cup of connection with me on Coffee Culture. Hello, hello, coffee lovers. We are back, continuing our conversation with the Jeremy Falk. He is an experiential facilitator that embodies 16 years of training in movement sciences, meditation, and positive psychology. So Jeremy, I'd like to start today by talking to you about the audible piece of your yoga equation. So Mm -hmm. you do yoga on there and you do meditation, right? The Audible, um, the classes on Audible were actually just meditations. Okay. And that was another fitness startup that um, I was connected with. That was the other thing, you know, the cool thing about San Francisco, all these um, startups coming around and, and especially the ones in the wellness space will find local teachers, et cetera. So it got to be a part of some exciting projects. Uh, one of them was a project called Move With and they were doing um, uh, audio classes. So it was a platform on your app where you could take hit or running or walking or yoga or meditation um, classes, uh, audio. So it was just the recording. You put your headphones onto your phone. And so I was recording a lot of content for them. And then ultimately they had a partnership with Audible um, to create meditation channels. So that content moved over to Audible and live there. And then that was probably the first time that I had um, content and stuff that I was offering that was then shared globally. And it became just one of the most incredible experiences because I have received so much incredible positive heartwarming, touching feedback around the meditations that I offered there. You know, my, my, the, the, the style and the approach I like to take is really, um, grounded and accessible. And, um, you know, not to speak with any like special voice where it feels like you're putting on a persona, but just to be super real and talk to people where they're at, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, and I think that lands and, the, you know, I'd receive messages all the time from people who would find me. And the cool thing is, is like Audible doesn't even have my website or Instagram linked. They would just, they'd take the time to search me on the internet and then somehow still find me. That's and, me. Yeah. Like you, Holly, <laughs> as of why I'm here right now. And it, and it never ends. It's great. And, um, and then just send really kind messages around how, like, I never thought that I could meditate or I, I always just like didn't like meditating. And then I found yours and I really appreciated it. And this and that, and this and that, um, I did some kids meditations and they're like, this has been life changing for my kids. They're, they're, um, they're, they're more calm and, and they enjoy sitting down quiet time. It's, I have one called the magic carpet ride and and just let the kids like visualize and have an imagination ride. And, um, and even, you know, even there was a message one time that a guy reached out with his sincere gratitude because he was in the hospital. His wife was dying of cancer and they were listening to my meditations in the hospital and it was helping them through the most difficult time in their life. And he was so grateful to me and found me and wrote me a message around that. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, you just just gave me goosebumps all the way up my back on that one. Yeah, and you just never know. There I was in a little booth in San Francisco recording, you know, for this startup. And then somehow it reaches people across the world and changes their life. And I just am so grateful for that um, and got to have that experience. So that was, you know, it's been really, um, it's been really powerful. Me move with is no longer. um, And that, that, uh, 
you know, that um, contract or, or whatever has, has ended. Um, mm. But hey, you know, Audible, if you're listening, I got a great channel. Happy, <laughs> happy to make Ex- some more. You exactly. Know, and, exactly. And it's, been, it's been a joy since then to create content for other places um, and share with the world. It's, it's usually pretty well received and I'm really grateful for that. I love it. I, and the connections that you made with people, you didn't even realize how you were connecting with them on that level. It's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. I I just love, so I love podcasting. I've been doing it now for three years. Um, it was not a part of my life before. Um, but the nuance of voice, there's, I don't even have to look at a screen. Like I love actually your meditations where I can just close my eyes and, and be in the moment, like just hearing your voice, any voice, but your voice is really wonderful, by the way. And mm. I just the nuance. Um, I, I think that, um, I don't know about you, but I think we're so overwhelmed with video and, short video and short form and words and colors and filters and things happening like our we're we're almost bombarded all the time and it's so interesting when you close your eyes and go into a meditation where all you're focused on is this person's voice it's a different kind of connection like i really felt connected that's why i wanted mm-hmm. you to come on like i really felt that and um it's what we're all seeking, right? Is some connection. Yeah. For yeah. sure. So, thank you. Thanks for that. Yeah. And and on that note, I fell in love with the coffee lovers meditation, which I said at the top of this. And the reason why I fell in love with it, which by the way, for anybody out there who hasn't really started a meditation practice or has a disjointed one like I do, um, it is so accessible to be able to look at meditation as okay it doesn't have to be that i'm sitting on the couch and i have my you know ring finger and and thumb here and someone has this fun funny voice going and the sound and the bowls they're hitting the bowls and it doesn't have to be that i mean literally and jeremy's going to do this with us next he had me meditating over my cup of coffee. So at some points in time, my eyes were open. Sometimes they were closed. I was sitting and I was holding this cup of coffee and like, it felt real. Like, Hey, I can meditate in a variety of ways. It does not have to be that I'm sitting quietly on a chair and life isn't quiet around me all the time. So it felt like more accessible, your meditations. And and I liked that. So People mm. should check that out, by the way. Thank you. Would you like to do a coffee meditation with my coffee lovers here? Of course. I would love to. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I, I brought my requisite cup. Mm. Yep. I got mine here too. Excellent. Look how we planned that, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> <laughs> if I was smarter, my logo would be on here. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> No judgment. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna well, thank pass you. Um, I'm gonna pass the mic to you, my friend. Cool. You know, I think the um the the impetus for this kind of meditation, it's really, you know, it's mindfulness. Mindfulness and meditation have a lot of overlap. Um, it's just allowing us to take a pause and to be more present with our experience in life. And yeah, I don't believe that we all all have the time and space to um sit down in a quiet 
um, place um, for long periods of time. It's great when you do, but we got to also just meet people where they're at. And and we're, most of us are busy running around. And so the little spaces where we can take a pause, um, a breath and drop out of necessarily the mind and, and into all of the senses um, is a really great way to introduce the practice into your life. And of course, naturally, I love coffee. Um, always have huge fan. Uh, um, I don't know if we'll get to that journey, you know, also, but um, it is one of my favorite things. And so again, we'll ask you that just, at the end. We'll go to that. Sure. At the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And why not, um, you know, just why not take the time to really enjoy? Because I think, I think part of um, our modern culture is uh, rush, 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 get on the next thing, get on the next thing, next thing, next thing, next thing, what's next. And we don't often, um, stop to sip and savor the moment um pun intended you saw where i'm going with that <laughs> so it works you know, it's, it's 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 um it's really important just to just to slow down because otherwise like what's the point where are we going we get to the end of the day or the end of a life and all we were doing was just rushing forward um and so it's you know if if we're doing anything meaningful then that meaningful stuff that we're doing deserves to be um savored once in a while as well so I guess that's a little um, background to to the coffee meditation. And just like uh, a lot of meditations I try to offer, it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be complicated. And it doesn't right. have to take a lot of time. So. Right, right. Yeah, and I think the other little piece I'd add about that is we're drawn to rituals. We're naturally yes. drawn to them. And if having a cup of coffee is one of your rituals, you can find a mindful practice with it, like I did with Jeremy, mm -hmm. with with this meditation. And again, it's, it's about accessibility. It's about bringing those moments into your life where you can stop, even if it's for five minutes, three minutes, you've still achieved something, right? Like that yeah. you still achieved that goal of mindfulness. Yeah. So. Yeah, thanks. So if you're out there and you're at home and you want to hit pause and grab a cup of coffee or something, and to be honest, this can be done with any drink. It really can. It can be a great hot drink meditation. So if, if you're not, I mean, I assume you're listening to this podcast, you're into coffee, but of course you can do this with any hot drink. Um, you know, dare I say the T word, you can also have some tea <laughs> and um, anything, and, you know, and if no you're shaming your here. Yeah, no shame. It's all good. I mean, coffee is the superior drink, but you can also have your, <laughs> I do. I liked you, Jerry. I was going to tell it like it is. Exactly. Um, my, just, you know, my, my wife's on the way other end of the spectrum she's hardcore tea um and we we go at this all the time but we've gotten each other to really appreciate um the other and that's also what she loved about this too is because tea is a meditation for her mm -hmm. um tea you know and it often is served that way um so you know bringing this into coffee um is, is sort of bringing uh, merging those wo worlds together because tea has a rich history with meditation and, and ritual that way um, so get your cup of coffee and if you're driving, you can just imagine, uh, you know, imagine what it would be like. So we're just going to simply hold our cup and we're not going to drink for uh, a moment or two and, and just place the cup in the palm of your hands and you can soften or close your eyes if that works for where you're at. And we'll just start with a big breath in and a big breath out. I think it's really good to begin any practice that way. So maybe one more time, just a big breath in. Then a big breath out. And even one or two of those will allow time to kind of slow down a little bit. So then we'll simply feel the hot mug that's in our hands. And just bringing attention to the sensation of warmth that it's giving in the hands. 
feeling and noticing how this hot drink is transferring heat energy into the mug and transferring that heat energy into your hands. And just taking a moment to be with the soothing feeling of the warmth. maybe even connecting to the idea that these particles when heated up are bouncing around more rapidly and quickly and moving even though it may feel like your cup and coffee are still the heat that's present implies that there is incredible movement at the subatomic level that is bouncing around the coffee bouncing into your mug and bouncing into your hands and then slowly even perhaps heating your body up and taking a moment just to be with the miracle of physics in that way. And then you can bring the cup a little closer to your nose and just take a nice little whiff. And take in the aroma of the coffee and just notice any notes that you may taste and smell through the nose and and then the sensation that that gives you because smell is so firmly tied to memory and it's one of those things that um, just brings us deeply into an experience you know you may smell coffee when you're doing something else and it kind of maybe brings the uh, endorphin or dopamine rush to you and here we are right now with one of our favorite things so just taking a moment to notice any notes the profile is it smells smoky or chocolatey or earthy or whatever you got going on if it's a tea is it herbal and what herbs and then from there we'll go slowly and we'll start to just take the first sip and before we even swallow just for a moment just allow it to really rest on your palate and I'm going to keep talking, so you go for it. But while it's on your palate, just take a moment. You don't have to swish, but just feel how that energy transfer, flavor transfer is actually happening in the mouth, and then swallow and take it down. And as you swallow, just notice that the heat and the energy and the warmth and how soothing, soothing it is as it goes down into the belly and warms you up from the inside out. And now you've ingested this this incredible drink that has been around for so long on the planet, the most popular, one of the most popular, for good reason. And you can enjoy just a sip or two at your own pace, you know, not just chugging it, but feeling the warmth, noticing the flavor profile in the mouth. You can get creative and start to just name, you know, notes that you may taste and feel the sensation as it warms the body and goes in. And of course, with any meditation or moment of mindfulness, you're also breathing, which is bringing more richness into the present moment. And after a few sips and a few moments, you may start to get that first tingle or kick of the caffeine and the energy that's present in this drink. And even if you're not drinking a caffeinated drink, you may feel 
the energy of the plants or the tea that you're taking in, whatever direction that is. Maybe it's calming for you or maybe it's bringing more alertness. And so just taking a moment to tune in and feel the subtle shift of your energy, whether it's going up into a place of alertness, a beautiful sensation of waking up with coffee, or if the herbs are relaxing and you're going in another direction, and how are they interacting with your body? And can we actually tune into the moment that we feel the shift? We'll give just a moment for you and anyone out there to enjoy one or two more sips with the whole experience, feeling warmth in the hands, the smell, the taste, the way it goes into the body, warming the body, and any shift or sensation of energy you feel. And if any of it is remotely pleasant or pleasurable, turn up the volume and let yourself be with the pleasant or pleasurable experience. And finally, just ending with a moment of gratitude for the full life cycle of this bean or this plant or this herb that has made it into your body and just a moment of gratitude for the earth and from wherever it came from, the hands that cultivated it, that grew it, that cropped it, and for the people that helped then to process it and bring it into our mug and the many, many hands and lives and hearts that brought this delicious and beautiful beverage from the earth and into our hands and a moment of gratitude for that whole cycle. And we'll take a big breath in, then a big breath out. Thanks for making time to meditate today. That was beautiful. I loved that. <laughs> I'm cool. so relaxed now. <laughs> uh, good. Nice balance, maybe, of relaxation and caffeination when it happens. That's good, too. Yeah, I know. It's perfect. Thank you. Thank you My for pleasure. that. Yeah. I liked the gratitude at the end. I don't think I recall that from the, the one that you did before, that I did mm -hmm. before. I like that. Yeah. Hey, coffee lovers, I have two quick announcements. I am opening a YouTube channel at Holly Shannon, and I'm going to have all of coffee culture on there. So you can capture the little shorts for five minutes here and there, or you can capture the full length interviews. Also, my book Zero to Podcast is on Amazon and it's on my website. And it is the how to guide to start your podcast really fast and get your voice and ideas on iTunes and Spotify like I did makes a great holiday gift for you, perhaps a graduation present, or maybe it's your New Year's resolution. Both links are in the show notes. And now back to our show, Coffee Culture. 
So, uh, Jeremy, I, I I love that you love coffee as much as I do because I consider myself a co- an unapologetic coffee snob. Yes. Tell me, um, because it brings us into some of the mindfulness, uh, the experience, and the sense of smell. Um, when did you have your first sip? Gosh. Well, you know, um, I can't pin it to a moment, to be honest. Um, I think my coffee, my love of coffee grew at some point later. But, you know, I waited a while. You know, my parents were, you know, they don't drink that stuff. It'll stunt your growth. And <laughs> it didn't have any for a long time. And I think it finally maybe, you know, towards the end of high school, it was a little more acceptable and then by the time in college, like most college kids, I was doing anything I could to stay awake and alert and make it through the roller coaster of that ride. So I was drinking a lot of coffee. But for most of, um, you know, and I just, I really appreciate it. But for most of my, um, you know, since that college life drinking coffee, um, I was also a heavy cream and sugar uh, user. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I just liked the sweetness and the creaminess. And so I, it was like having ice not, cream. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, because, you know, we're all really, most of us conditioned to, um, to sugar and to crave that. And without realizing it, yeah, I was definitely drawn to, um, I was a heavy cream and sugar person in my coffee and I didn't like the black coffee. Um, just thought it was bitter and didn't really do it for me. So for years and years and years, um, and I try and I would go all over the place and try all the different creamers and then eventually plant-based creamers and alternative sugars and was, you know, making slightly healthier choices in that aspect. Um, but just did a a lot. And then at some point, you know, in my San Francisco years, I got really into blended coffee and the bulletproof came out. Um, it was into like, I was a big fan of yeah, that. And, yeah. And me too. And and still love it. But then it was like, I mean, Bulletproof was like the gateway to blending your coffee. And then all of a sudden I was like, you know, then came the mushroom powders and this supplement and that supplement yes. and this and that. And I was like, why not get it all in, in this drink? And then, <laughs> and then, I, you know, I did that for years too. And I was constantly playing with new, you know, powders and supplements to make this supercharged, um, you know, coffee drink in the morning and love that for years. And then at some point I was like, dude, you spend 30 minutes at the counter in the morning, like preparing this drink uh, and then cleaning it up and putting everything away. And you're spending a ton of money and all these things too. And it just started to feel a little excessive <laughs> at some point that I was just having to do this entire 20 step process. Right? Yeah, exactly. And with the collagen powder and the butter and right. the, yeah, the all whole thing. It, yeah. The know, MCT and, oil. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it got to be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, um, and so I did that. And then it was also like, wait, hold on. We know, love you, David Osprey, but still no, okay. <laughs> no, totally grateful for it. And so we'll come full circle. Cause I'm actually, I'm doing a little bit of that again, Oh, but okay. For a long, right. but yeah. for, you know, and, and I do love it. I actually love it again, but for a while it was just too much because I was adding in too many things. And then it was like, I couldn't, you know, if I'd go travel, um, it's not easy to travel with that stuff. So I was either stressed out bringing a bunch of supplements um, or, you know, or I just wasn't enjoying coffee where I was because I, I wasn't, you know, my coffee smoothie or whatever. So at some point, um, and this was probably maybe You'd like, like over engineered the love. Yeah. 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 It just got a little ridiculous. Yeah. And, um, and then I, I made a switch and I tend to do this in my life too. Cause I can do one eighties and go from zero to 60 and like, I'll just go, I don't like tiptoe into things. I go like pretty hard Same and here. heavy. Like why not? Yeah. 
And um, I, uh, I found a company called Onyx. Uh, shout out to Onyx. They're a roastery in, I think, um, I think Kansas. Forgive me if I'm wrong. I think that's where they're based. Um, maybe Kentucky. Whoops, sorry. And um, it's one of those. And uh, I think Kansas. And they're a roastery and they source some of the best coffees in the world that I've ever tasted. And it's kind of how they market themselves. And they, of course, they have great marketing too. And so eventually it got me to try some of their coffee and it's, you know, it's not cheap. It was a more expensive coffee. And I was usually just buying whatever coffee, you know, I would get from, you know, I wasn't necessarily buying um, great brands. Uh, and, and so I started trying the Onyx and then I was like, well, I just spent all this money on coffee. So maybe I should just like, taste it and not adulterate it with all the 30 things that I was doing. So then all of a sudden I just kind of like started drinking black coffee. And, um, in the first few tips I was like, sips were like, okay, this is interesting. And then I just really grew to love it again. And I went hardcore in the other, um, realm of everything. And I just was drinking only black coffee. And I really, so I got on their, um, roaster's choice subscription and I would get a two pound bag sent to me every month, uh, their choice. And I never knew what it was. And it was always delicious. Hmm. And they have the tasting notes on there and they have great brew guides, um, to go on and learn how to brew it. And I do mostly pour overs. And, uh, I just really started to get into the flavors and the tasting notes and the profiles of coffee for the first time. And, and that's when I really was like, this is it, black coffee. You don't need anything else. And I went hardcore into the other realm. And that's what I've been doing for the last, you know, pretty close to two years and just loving it. And it changed, it changed, um, my coffee drinking. And now I go out to like a casual restaurant. And I get a regular cup of Joe and I'm like, mm, this is not good coffee. It's like most places you go. Now I'm like hyper aware that it's just really not good coffee brewed well. Um, I can't, you know, I used to do the, you know, the big chain. We all know who they are and I can't do them anymore mm-hmm. um, at all. And so it kind of made me a little bit of a coffee snob. And so now, you know, I have this and um, I've really, really appreciated uh, my journey with Onyx and getting onto that roaster's choice. That is really cool. Yeah. I'm going to have to try that. And so here's the kicker, the best part too. Uh, my my tea drinking, my tea loving wife who um used to have a sticker on her mug from actually a, a mushroom coffee alternative brand. Uh their slogan was fuck your coffee. And so she had because they were okay. making an alternative mushroom coffee. Mm-hmm. Um she had that sticker on her mug. So that's where the corner she was in was like, fuck your coffee. And I'm like drinking black coffee. Like, don't give me anything else. Fuck your tea. And <laughs> then, and I was like, babe, you really got to try this coffee. It's actually really good. You haven't had anything like this before. And then she was like, mm, okay, that's pretty good. And then the next day was like, can I try it again? Yeah. It's pretty good. And then like, she, and then, and then the next day she'd just like come up behind me at my desk and like sneak my cup and take a sip. And oh my God, that's too she cute. loved it, which then ultimately then she'd be like, Hey, can you make me a cup of coffee? And I was like, Aww. I won. Ding, ding. <laughs> you, you brought her over to the dark side. I part did, of the literally, <laughs> Yes. I brought her over to the dark side. That was exactly how I phrased it too. Um, and so that was a, that was a great journey too. And it goes both ways. She's really gotten me into tea, um, and appreciating that as well. So I got her onto that dark side and, um, yeah. And now I ended up, you know, I've actually, um, explored. So then I'm like such a diehard coffee brand and I'm going to give a shout out here. I saw, um, advertisements for another coffee alternative. And for years I was like, stop trying to make coffee alternatives. Y'all, you cannot mess with God's juice. Leave it. (laughs) 
It's perfect. I don't want to hear anymore. And See like, here. you know, yes, there's tons of health benefits. And yes, like it does something with your adenosine and it just covers up your tiredness. And I get that. And that's also a thing to, you know, the a lot of the energy you get is just because it's shutting off the thing that the, the adenosine. It's okay. That shut it off tired. all you want. Yeah. Shut, shut it off. Shut it off. Fine. Sure. You can also do a ton of other I'll things to like be balanced and healthy, um, you know, and all that. So there's so few vices, Jeremy, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, there is, I, there's a, there's an audio clip that was trending um, on, you know, Instagram reels or whatever. And it goes something like this. This woman is like, did you know that if you replace your morning cup of coffee with a nice hot cup of green tea that you can beat by that you can reduce by 87% your fucking will to live <laughs> <laughs> or something like the little fucking joy you have left in this world. <laughs> like, you're not taking my joy. <laughs> yeah, you're not. You're not. So I don't even anyways, like green tea. <laughs> yeah. So I was like not interested in the alternatives, but then this other brand, uh, Everyday Dose came around and um, I love their branding and message and they're doing mushroom coffee, coffee with lion's mane um, and chaga and a little bit of collagen and an amino acid profile. And it's really high grade mushrooms and really good and just like slick marketing. So I'm like, all right, I'll try. And I tried it and it's actually really good. And, um, and I softened my stance and then I end up going on a retreat and I meet the owner, Jack, shout out to Jack. Um, and he's on this retreat sponsoring the retreat. So we're having everyday dose in the morning. Um, and it does have a little bit of coffee in it. So if I didn't say that it's, it's one of, it's got about a third a cup or like, I forget how many milligrams of caffeine, um, and a great blend. And it, what's really great is it's a really easily blended powder that you just put in, um, and so anyways, I've been enjoying the heck out of that. And so now I have a balance because I do, like I said, I'm an extreme and some days I'll have up to four cup of coffees. So now I have this everyday dose and I started doing it bulletproof and putting in, um, ghee and MCT oil and it is delicious. And I'll oh have God. one of those and so then good. it's really good. And then I'll savor my one, maybe two cups of coffee instead of you know, throwing back four to get through the day or to stay alive. I mean, I always love it. Um, but it's helped, it's helped bring a little balance to me too. So if you're out there and you are interested in alternatives, if that's okay on this show. Of course, <laughs> absolutely. It's all, it's all welcome. Yeah, Trust great. me. Um, I, so, so everyday dose and, uh, you know, you can use my name for a little extra discount when you go on there too. They have different giveaways. So Jeremy Falk, um, will get you whatever offer they're sharing too, because I don't like plug a lot of stuff to be honest, but, um, met the owner, really stand by what they're doing and really enjoyed it. So, um, so I, I, I signed up for that to share with my, my community. So oh, cool. anyways, well, we can I, put that in the show notes. I'll put it in the show notes. Put it in the show notes. Um, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Jack and everyday dose. So now I have a balance and I have my little blended drink and then I have my just delicious Onyx coffee and I'm a happy guy. That sounds so good. I, I love all of that. I try all of those things too. My my journey started with Dunkin' Donuts Light and Sweet, you know, on our way to high school. We yeah. would stop there. They didn't have drive-through. Like you would go in there and you would tell them, uh, you know, coffee, light and sweet, regular coffee, light and sweet, whatever. And they literally shoveled in the sugar. It was like a scooper and they just were like, they literally were like, like the the whole thing there there was probably a quarter cup of sugar in each cup. it was like the most disgusting thing but like it was our first coffee so basically we were looking for coffee ice cream like i was saying before like we just they're putting the there's like no coffee like yeah 
<laughs> do you, you know what I mean? Do you, do, would you like some coffee with your sugar, right? Um, and that's how I started out. But um, I mean, really drinking it. But I was first introduced to it from um, my grandparents and my my mother, which I said in a previous episode. Um, but it's very nostalgic for me. Like uh, when I was a little kid, my grandparents had these little candies called coffee nips, and they used to keep them in their pockets. And whenever I was with them, mm-hmm. I would go into their pockets to find these candies. And it wasn't, it didn't even matter if they were coffee, right? Like it, like if your grandparents had candy in their pockets, you're eating it. Like it doesn't matter what totally. flavor it is. Yeah. Um, and that's My where I was like- the root beer barrels. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? Like you're first introduced to that and you always have that ingrained in your memory. And- when I was growing up, like whenever my mom made coffee in the morning, not every morning, but we would have in our cereal, she would put a couple teaspoons in it in the cereal milk. And so I was always getting a little taste mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I grew up with it and I'm obsessed with my coffee. But like mm-hmm. you, I keep trying like all of these different iterations and coffee alternatives like I did the whole David Ospreay butter coffee with the collagen, the whole thing. My Vitamix was rolling every morning. Yeah. Um, and I also did um, not to to put down everyday dose because I haven't tried it yet, but I will. Um, <laughs> I was doing the Four Sigmatic was the one I was yep. introduced to that had the lion's mane chaga reishi with a little bit of coffee or they did the chocolate one and so yeah, they're a great I, company too. Yeah, I think there's just there's a lot of good products out there now that are just, you know, testing and working in some similar flavor profiles. So like I like that actually in the afternoon. That feels a little bit more like a treat, strangely, mm-hmm. than like my coffee in the morning. I want it to be a little more pure and I don't yeah. want like a bunch of things going on. Yeah. I, I like the simplicity and the pureness of that. Um, but that's just me. Totally. I, yeah, yeah, punch me in the face, get me going. Big black cup. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then, and then later, yeah, get the more balanced version with a little less caffeine. And the dose has a lot of L-theanine, so it's really balancing also. So you, you get this like really nice, well-balanced energy, um, especially if you're going for a second or third cup. Yeah, I did this uh, episode called Nappuccino. Have you heard of it? No. Okay. So I read about this Daniel Pink. Are you familiar with him? Uh-uh. He's he's a famous writer. Um okay. Uh, check him out. He does a lot of, you know, um, you know, like uh, self-help business type of books, that type of genre. Um, and he wrote about the Nappuccino. So what you do is you have your cup of coffee and because it takes like 25 minutes for it to get through your bloodstream and to really mm-hmm. get like the heightened effects of the caffeine, Mm-hmm. that you have your cup of coffee and then you lay down for your 25 30 minute power nap and you know you lay down on the couch you close the door you shut off the phone like really give yourself that time and the power nap has so much so many advantages to it as we know like that in and of itself is a really good um uh, productivity hack actually like it makes mm-hmm. you like more alert and and more energy to get through the day so you do that and by the time you wake up the caffeine is kicked in and so you have like this beautiful balance of the the coffee kick you're looking for and the power nap and it's yeah. called a nappuccino 
Yeah, thank you. I actually do remember. I, I did. I did know this. I forgot that was the name. So yeah, that, that is good. I, I I think I may have tried it once. Um, I'm not a huge napper. I it, for me, um, it's hard for me to go down and come back up again. Um, I know there's a lot of benefits and works well for some people. Um, but I haven't I haven't done that one a lot. What I do, I don't have a cool name for it. Let's see. Yeah, I'm not gonna have a nail. But um, we'll I have make my, one up. Uh, we can make one up. So if you can find a, of a, of a coffee drink name. So I have a foot massager, little foot massager device. And so some mornings I'll just sit on the couch with my feet in the foot massager. And that's my 15 minute, just like be calm while I drink my coffee instead of just go running around doing, you know, something else or scrolling or getting into emails and drinking. If I just want a nice moment to like rest and drink my coffee, it's my 15 minute foot massage. So. I love but that. I'm not Chino sure. doesn't have the same ring. Yeah, no. And, and bringing yeah. like feet and coffee in, I'm, I just cannot see the connection. Yeah, and you definitely don't want to say foot latte either. Yeah, yeah no, I think we need to let that one go that and just go, say that fair. you did a foot massage right. and you had your coffee. That's, that's a good route. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't Brangelina that one. We can't, no, yeah, we can't hashtag yeah, it. You're, you're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Too funny. Too funny. You could say soul coffee, maybe. Get it? Oh, um, wait a minute. That's a little oh, better. Oh, that, that's always a really, way. <laughs> that is actually pretty good. We, we, do you want to hashtag that? I think you should grab that Mas- while you can. Soul hashtag coffee. massage your souls, drink your coffee. Oops. Excuse me. Soul yep. coffee. <laughs> Brought to you by Jeremy Fault. So, yeah. <laughs> so tell me, Jeremy. Um, as we wind down our podcast, I wanted to find out what's next for you, what you're working on, maybe what you'd like to share with my mm. coffee culture family. We're, we're heard in over 105 countries. So Beautiful. maybe somebody will want to join your men's retreat. So if you want to share, I think I saw on Instagram, you had one coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks. Uh, right now. So I, you know, I just started, um, with a good brother of mine, Nick, a monthly men's circle in San Francisco. Um, so if you're in the Bay area and in San Francisco, we're gathering, um, on second Wednesdays and we can leave this in the show notes too, um, at a beautiful spot called the center SF, uh, a great community, um, and, uh, tea house. Unfortunately, they are not serving coffee, but I still really love them. And they're a great place. We won't hold so it against them. We won't hold them against Just a little. Them. And uh, <laughs> a tiny, a tiny bit. Yeah. Tiny, tiny. Um, but they do have cacao. That's a good, that's a good stand in. And, um, anyway, so we have the monthly men's circle there and we're growing this great community of guys that are gathering and we're going to start to, um, have some really nice outdoor hikes and men's retreats that are growing from, from this community as well. Um, so that's a great offering. And yeah, I do, I do a couple yoga retreats a year. Also, the next one is coming up in Mendocino, um, just two and a half hours north of San Francisco. I usually do them all over and um, we just did one in Mexico for New Year's. So I haven't done a local one in a while for me. Um, so we'll be in May, uh, May 18th to the 21st. We'll be in Mendocino at this beautiful property that has glamping tents and cabins and houses, so all different ranges. Um, for people's comforts, incredible food, saltwater pool. It's on a river. Um, and there's hiking trails all around. It's just gorgeous, Heaven. majestic Northern California. Um, it's a Thursday to Sunday retreat. So just a long weekend, a little more accessible. And we do, you know, we, you know, we meditate every morning. Um, and we do, you know, I teach, I teach mostly vinyasa yoga. And so we'll, we'll do vinyasa yoga and, and get into our bodies and chances to connect and drop in and meet people and also 
um, chances to be in solitude and read your book and take a nap or have a nappuccino out in the park uh, or under some trees or near the redwoods or something too. So that retreat's coming up in May. um, And, you know, I usually have a few a year. So uh, staying in touch on my website or the Instagram, Jeremy Falk Yoga uh, is always a good place to hear about things that are happening next. Um, and I also just recently started working with um, this really cool modality. It's called Kama Flight, and it's super interesting. It's a it's a partner dance. It's somewhere between Thai massage, contact improv dance, um, and acro yoga. If you're familiar with acro yoga, mm-hmm. where you're kind of a base and a flyer. Um, but it's a little more participatory from both people, and it's this beautiful dance uh, where the base. Uh, is like stretching their partner, moving them around, putting them up to fly, but taking them down and, you know, bringing their legs and shoulders across the body. It's done on the edge of a massage table. It's this really, um, you know, beautiful um, dance. And I got to go to the retreat um, recently and um, it was their first one of this guy who was creating this new modality. So now I'm involved. I saw a lot of ways where I could help support as a, a teacher um, an embodiment teacher and someone who leads teacher trainings, especially in sequencing, uh, I reached out and I was like, I think I can help you teach this um, in a really impactful way that lands with people. Let's break it down. Let's sequence it. Let's give it names. Da, da, da. So now I'm working with him and there'll be some comma flight retreats um, as well. It's a, it's a really cool dance of the masculine and feminine. Um, of course, energies that we all carry. So this doesn't mean it's a man, woman, partner, but for any um, two people who want to heal uh, through intimacy and touch and connection and play with the polarities of the masculine and feminine energies that we all carry. Um, there's a lot going here in this practice. So I'll be sharing more about that too, um, as well. Wow. That is totally incredible. I, mm. I love that. And, um, might have to have you back on for that so you can, when cool. that comes into fruition. Yeah. Um, I, I have taken classes. Um, I'm not a dancer. Let me just first say that. And I had a yoga practice for a long time, which has fallen down. So I, I had I need to get that back up. But I used to live mm, in cool. an area in Connecticut that had two modern dance companies. One was called Palabolus and the other was called Momix. And I don't know if you've mm-hmm. heard of either one, but um behind me, like I'm gonna try and angle this. Can you see this picture, which is kind of what you're talking about oh. in terms of that balance. Can you see yeah. it? Yeah, totally. Beautiful. So it's a modern dance troupe and they do a lot of balancing and moving and holding each other up. And I actually took one of the classes and it was so inspiring. And the energy that you get from like a leaning and positioning yourself against other people, it it was otherworldly. Like, I mean, I wasn't there with a partner. I was just in a room full of st- not strangers, people in my community. And it was amazing, like holding each other up and balancing each other, the, the whole experience. So I look forward to hearing what you, what actually comes together with all of that. So we'll have to meet up after. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Super cool. Jeremy, thank you for coming on Coffee Culture. This was really awesome. I liked having my you. My pleasure, Holly. Thanks. Me too. It was a great time. Would you like to join the party, coffee lovers? I have two ways for you. Please go over to YouTube now and subscribe to at Holly Shannon, and there'll be all the videos of this podcast there as well. What's the second way you can do that? You can leave a review with your ideas in Apple Podcasts. 
Either way, I would love it if you share a hot cup of connection and coffee culture with a friend. And if you'd like to support this indie podcaster, you can buy me a coffee. The link is in the show notes. Thank you, coffee lovers. This season is produced by Pale Blue Studios.